Anybody? I need some volume back there. Am I on? They're going to get us set up here. Ooh, there we go. Well, we're glad you're here. And if you're not here, you'll wish you would have been. Uh, if you're watching uh, today, tomorrow, next week sometime, uh, we're glad you're joining us. We are continuing our Wednesday deep dives on uh, citizens of the kingdom. And I'll, uh, I want to... You'll want to grab this. Um, what the, the things that God's been doing and what we see God in the middle of is, is amazing. But I believe it's because the body, and especially this body, is starting to come awake to who they are. They're starting to come to uh, realize who they are and what God has in store for them. And so we're going to continue to talk about citizens of the kingdom. You know... <laughs> Some people talk about, they think the kingdom of heaven, they think the kingdom is heaven. And they're like, oh, I can't wait to get there. You know, sit in God's kingdom. And, and, and then you got others who think that when God comes, it's going to be just a physical kingdom. And so then you got others who think God's kingdom is the church. And while that's partially right, uh, the church isn't really God's kingdom either. Now, I'm going to clarify some things or decree some things uh, first tonight is because uh, it's going to sound like I'm going to tell you you don't have to have a local church. Uh, that's the farthest thing from the truth. Um, you need a local church. You need a local pastors. You need local uh, men and women to draw from, to feed from. And um, if you're not tied in, you should be. Get tied in somewhere. Um, and if you're watching this from home, you can get tied in right here. Uh, we'd love to have you here too. Um, but the church, what we know of church, is specifically designed through the New Testament thought. It wasn't designed in the Old Testament thought. And, and honestly, it wasn't even designed in the thought of the early apostles. They didn't know church. They had, didn't know what church was. Um, Go to Luke, if you will. Luke chapter uh, 12. Luke chapter 12, uh, verse 31. And if, you're, you, if you use the version app, these notes are on there. You can uh, go save it, study it again later for yourself. Luke chapter 12, verse 31. It says, as you passionately seek his kingdom... Above all else, he will supply your needs. So when does our needs start being supplied? When we seek his kingdom. Well, we're going to look at some things tonight that will hopefully show you uh, where that kingdom actually resides and what we should be seeking for. Verse 32, so don't ever be afraid, dearest friends. Your loving father joyously gives you his kingdom with all its promises. So where's the kingdom then? <laughs> Come on. Seek you first the kingdom of God, and he'll supply all your needs. And then he says that the Father joyously gives you his kingdom. 
See, if we would understand that the, the, the desire of God is for us to know who we are, that to seek the kingdom is to seek inside of us, oh, come on, and find out what he has created us to be. Seek you first the kingdom of God, and then everything else you need will be added. So where do I seek the kingdom? It is the Father's good pleasure. He says, don't even be afraid, for your Father joyously gives you his kingdom with all its promises. Folks, let me tell you, this is why repentance is called metanoia. This is why repentance means to change your mind. Because God is trying to get us to think differently of ourselves. To think of ourselves as the way He thinks of us. Tonight we're going to look at, I titled the message, A Gathering of Kings. And we're going to look at what it means to come together and to gather together as the kingdom. Alright? Um, what is a gathering? They said this is the gathering. He said in the most general terms or the meaning, it means to come or to bring together. It implies bringing widely scattered things or people to one place but with no particular arrangement. So it means to, to gather all the kingdoms. It means bring them all in one place, but there's no arrangement of who's on top and who's on bottom. Because when we all realize that we are the kingdom of God, that we are what God meant to be, the church. I, I was going to tell you this later. I'll just go ahead and tell you now. I had Lily in my office Monday, and I was, I was studying, and she was sitting at my desk coloring. And we, we were talking about the church. And, uh, and she said, well, we're in the church. And I started talking to her. I said, no. You're the church. See, this is what God's trying to get us to understand. And we're going to talk about that word church here in a minute too because that is a completely missed term of, of, of what uh, Peter understood. He didn't understand church like we think church. We think church because in our Western mind, we think this nice big building with these nice comfy seats, this is the church. No, what do he say here? Where's the kingdom? He gives it to you. You already have the kingdom of God. You already are the kingdom of God. And we're going to read scriptures later because I think it should be read every week that he has made you kings and priests. So we're already the ruling reigning factor in the kingdom. Oh, Go to Hebrews chapter 10. Talking about a gathering of kings. So why do we have, let's just for no better terms, church services? It's so that the kings can come together Mm. so that the kings can come together, be instructed on what they're supposed to do, and then go outside of this place and convert the rest of the world to kingdom. Because they don't know who they are either. They have been created just like you are. They're waiting to be the kingdom just like them. Now, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together. I think King James Version of it says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. But I love how the Passion puts it here. It says, this is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together, 
as some have formed the habit of doing. In fact, we should come together even more frequently. Aha. That's not popular. We should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other onward as we anticipate that day dawning. So a gathering is what we're talking about. When we come together as the kings in the kingdom, as one kingdom comes together out of many parts. And when we do that, we're supposed to then get the instruction by whoever's bringing the message or when Alice uh, encourages Reese or when uh, uh, Emily encourages Monica. However it works, we, we feed off each other because we continue to what, what he says there in Hebrews is we encourage each other and we push each other onward to good works. That's the purpose of our regular meeting together. That's why this is not the church. It's a meeting place of kings. This is not supposed to be the church. This is just a building. And, and like, again, I sat in my office and I was, I was, had Lily poke herself in the chest. Say, I'm the church. You know why? Because she's four. She needs to get it now so that when she's old like me, she's not trying to figure out why is things not working in my life? Why do I not have authority in this? Why am I struggling with this same sin? Why am I struggling with this same habit? Why am I struggling with this same thing over and over? And somebody needs to tell her that she can take authority in her kingdom and be the king that rules and reigns in her place. So, let's look for a minute at the church of the kingdom. Go to Matthew chapter 16. Oh my goodness. Matthew chapter 16 says, when Jesus came into the region, I'm sorry, I'm in verse 13. I just thought you should catch that. Matthew 16, 13. And when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they said, some say that you're John the Baptist, others say you're Elijah, others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And he said to them, but who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Verse 17, he said, and Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But my Father who is in heaven, and I tell you that you are Peter, Petros. And on this rock, I will build my church. You know what that meant to Peter? It did not mean gathering together on Saturdays or Sundays, singing a few good songs, making everybody feel good and going home because he understood what that word church actually meant. Now he says, the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Now look at verse 19, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Who has the keys owns the house. Hey Bob, do you have a key to my house? 
Why? You don't live there, you don't own it. That's not your house. Look what Jesus says here. He says, on the revelation of my church, I will give you the keys to my house. And if I have the keys to his house, that means I go in his house when I want, I leave when I want. Listen, I walk in Leo Belcher's house, I don't ask what's in the refrigerator. I don't ask, uh, if, if I open the cabinets and there's the last donut. <laughs> yeah, it's serious when it's the last donut. And I look at that last donut, I don't go and say, Dad, do you want this? You know what I do? I eat it. And you know what he does? He says, who ate the donut? I said, I did. Well, now we got to buy more. Because he's going to make sure that there is what I need in his house. And he doesn't mind that I go in and take it. See, what Jesus did, he said, now that you have a revelation of my church, and we're going to look at that word in a minute, he said, now that you have a revelation, I am handing you the keys to the kingdom so that you can walk in and you can walk out. You can use what I have at any time that you want to because now he who holds the keys owns the house. And if I have the keys of his kingdom, I own the house. Of my father. You have been given the keys to the kingdom. And because you have the keys, you own the house. Mm. Now think about it. You may know what keys that Jesus holds. It's his house. He can do what he wants to with his house. Come on. He who owns the keys owns the house. Mm. Well, I think, I think we forget that sometimes. Oh, he says, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now, when he said that to Peter, Peter didn't say, oh, I'm going to have a nice steeple, I'm going to have a big choir, I'm going to get up there in my best robe. He said, I'm going to preach my best sermons. See, folks... Peter was not thinking of church because what he was thinking of was the word ecclesia. That word wasn't church, it was ecclesia, which had a whole different meaning then. See, then it was, it was a Greek term, and we're going to look at the definition of it in a minute, but it was a term that wasn't meant for church services. You never until this point, and from this point forward, you never see the term ecclesia used as a temple or the synagogue. It is strictly used of the New Testament church. And now it's primarily used as only toward the New Testament church. It's not even used for what it was used for them back then. So when he said, upon this rock, this revelation, this foundation, well, what was the foundation? That thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. That was the foundation. And on the ones who will get on that foundation, on that bedrock, and will believe that bedrock, he will hand the keys of his kingdom because in them he has established his ecclesia. And from there, they can rule and reign over the areas of their life. Oh. <laughs> God never intended 
for his kingdom to be in a singular building. He didn't attend the church, 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 church. These are just gathering places. These are just meeting places of kings. These are just meeting places of the kingdom. The church is this building. When I say the church, this building is no more the kingdom than a house is a home. Houses aren't always homes, are they? And the church building is no more the kingdom. And, and, and so that word ecclesia, let's look at it. I'm going to give you several different de definitions here. According to Thayer's Greek and English lexicon, he said that ecclesia is a gathering of citizens called out from their homes into some public place. <laughs> into an assembly. I don't know. So what was the ecclesia? It is a calling of individuals out of the place where they've been hiding. Out of the place where they it's just us. We're happy in here and it's just us and, and we're good in here. No, the ecclesia are the ones who have been called out of their homes into the public place to make a spectacle of themselves. Now, Vine's Dictionary says this of the Ecclesia. It was used among the Greeks of a body of citizens gathered to discuss the affairs of state. In other words, just like we have Congress, just like we have a Senate who sit and they discuss the affairs of what's going on in our country and they try to pass laws to control and to handle the, the things and the affairs of the country, what the ecclesia was, and this is what Peter understood. He said, on this foundation that I am the son of the living God, I will build a group of people called out of their homes into a public place to come together and discuss the affairs of the state. Mm. What is he setting up? He's setting up a kingdom. He's setting up kings who can rule and reign and, 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 and handle the affairs of the state in which they live, which is this earth. Mm. The International Standard Bible Encyclopedia says this of the Ecclesia. It was a designation of the regular assembly of the whole body of citizens in a free city-state called out by the herald for the discussion and the decision of public business. <laughs> so what did Peter hear? Peter heard on the foundation that I am the son of the living God. I will call you out so that you can discuss and decide Mm. the public business of the kingdom. And that's why he says in verse 19, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom so that whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven because the discussion that you have and the decisions that you make not only affect what happens here, but affects your home to which you have the keys of. The, the, the things that we talk about, affects heaven itself. Well, I don't believe that. Then Jesus shouldn't have said it. 
Oh, his definitions keep getting better. He keeps going. To the Greek, it would suggest a self-governing democratic society. This is what Peter understood when he said, On the foundation that I am the son of the living God, I will establish my democratic, self-governing society. This is what the church is. We've turned it into songs. We've turned it into buildings. We've turned it into congregations. And that's why I read those verses. We need those. But church, as we know it, had nothing to do with this. Peter didn't understand this. What he did understand was when Jesus said, upon the foundation of you knowing that I am the Christ, the Son of the living God, I am going to establish and call you out into the public place to discuss, to decide, to decree, and to declare that whatever you decide on earth will be decided in heaven. And whatever you turn loose in the earth, I'll turn loose from heaven. Because he who has the keys owns the house. Does that mean we have authority over God? No. I, I love this last part of this definition. The ecclesia of the New Testament is a theocratic democracy. Theocratic, God ruled democracy. A society who is oh, a society of those who are free but are always conscious that their freedom springs from obedience to their king. <laughs> the ecclesia of the New Testament is a theocratic democracy, a society of, of those who are free, but are always conscious that their freedom springs from their obedience to their king. Peter understood this. Peter understood on, on this revelation, on this rock, on this foundation, I will build a group of people. I will build those who will take authority. I will build those. See, we get excited. Man, I don't know how many preachers I've heard, Galen. On this revelation, I'll build my church. And didn't understand what he was talking about. Didn't understand that that word church didn't mean a good time, didn't mean, an, uh, 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 it meant he was establishing a ruling, governing body. And as he established a ruling, governing body, he went so far in the next verse to say, and I will give you the keys to the kingdom. Man alive. The keys. I have a key to my father's house. Not everybody does. Why? Because he don't care. Man, we, we were talking with our kids uh, uh, Sunday. We had Jennifer and Jackson and everybody was together. And uh, I don't know, one of they grabbed something and said, I said, listen, whatever is in this house is yours. If it's in my house, you can have it. Why? Because it's mine to give. Bob can't walk in my house and look around and say, whatever's in this house is yours. It's not his to give. But Jesus came down as the son, as the king, the crown prince of the universe, walked out of his glory, wrapped himself in man skin, 
so that he can look at us and say, here is the keys to the very kingdom of heaven. And what you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. What you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And so what Peter understood was not a bunch of people just getting together, but he understood that it was a gathering of kings who were going to discuss, who were going to decree, who are going to declare. And if the church, if you and I would get a complete mindset, wrap our thick skulls around our authority, imagine what we could do to the earth. Well, I tell you what you could do to the earth. All you have to do is go back and look at the first century church. They turned it upside down. There wasn't a town who was safe from them. They'd go into a town and just wreck it. And we've seen spurts of this in all the great revivals. Cane Ridge, we, we saw spurts of it. Toronto, we've seen spurts. Lakeland, we've seen spurts of this. But I believe that the time is coming for the church, the ecclesia, to remember that she has the keys to the kingdom. She has the authority of the kingdom. She has been backed by the authority of heaven. And it's time for her to open her mouth and know that the words that she speaks resonate not only here, but they resonate in heaven itself. And what, what they declare here will be declared in heaven. And what they... Mm, mm, church. We, we shouldn't even call it, I'm going to church anymore. I'm going to the gathering where the rest of the kings are. I'm going to the gathering where the royalty sits. I'm going to that place. He said, on this revelation, on this foundation, I will build my assembly. We have so driven the church part that people have begun to base their salvation whether or not whether they've become members of a church. We've forgotten the whole, what, you mean I shouldn't be a member? Again, why do you think I read the first verses first? When he says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. But we've made salvation about this. I, I've known people. Well, I know I'm going to heaven. I'm a member of XYZ. But their lives have never been changed by the good news of the gospel. Their lives have never been changed. God wasn't putting emphasis on a church. He was putting emphasis on a people who will gather together and embody and facilitate the kingdom on the earth. He wanted them to embody and to facilitate the kingdom of God. Go to Luke 17. Go to Luke 17. Verse 20. I'll give you time. I hear pages. Makes you happy, don't it? <laughs> Luke 17, verse 20. And when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them, The kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, Here it is, or there it is. For remember, the kingdom of God is within you. Now, you can, you can go and look at so many different translations, Jody, and, and, and they want to say, 
It's in the midst of you. And it was because Jesus was there. That's not what that word. The word in the Greek language was entos, which means inside of. He was really literally telling them, the kingdom of heaven is inside of you. Seek you first the kingdom of heaven and all of these things will be added to you. Understand who you are and I will bring, every, it releases everything that heaven has. Understand who you are. Seek first that kingdom. That Where is it at now? It's inside of you. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. Hmm. Upon this rock, this foundation, I'll build my church and I will give you the keys. Remember, the keys signify ownership. Keys signify ownership and I will give you the keys of the kingdom. It's the understanding. The kingdom of heaven is within you. You mean there's no heaven to go to? See, this is why we, this is where we've gotten. This is what we've made this. I just want to go to heaven. I just want to see streets of gold and gates of pearls. You do know when you die here, that's not what you see. That's the new Jerusalem. You've been reading in Revelations again. That's the new Jerusalem. Where does it sit? On the earth. You mean I ain't getting out of here? Nope. Why? Because man was always meant to rule this place. He was always meant to rule this. This was always his domain. This is what was given to him. And if Jesus came back as the last Adam and said, I am going to reestablish that again in the mindset, and if you will seek first the kingdom that's in you, oh, oh. Oh, I know. It's 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 just kings have privilege. You do know this. Go to Isaiah twenty two twenty two. Isaiah twenty two twenty two. I know. I guess you can go to the Old Testament now. Reese has already found it. He's he's on the U version. <laughs> Isaiah 22, 22, the key of the house of David, I will lay on his shoulder. Now, this is a prophecy about the Messiah. This is a prophecy about Jesus, the Messiah. He says, the key of the house of David, I will lay on his shoulder. Then he shall open and no one shall shut. Mm. And he shall shut and no one shall open. Go to Revelation chapter 3. Yeah, we, we're not afraid of Revelation. Why? Because it's the revelation of Jesus. It reveals Jesus to us. I don't know why everybody wants to look for the Antichrist. You do realize the Antichrist is already here. It's been here. Since the time of Jesus. Where it says that the spirit of Antichrist. <laughs> we're looking for a person. And it's a whole spirit that's in the minds and the wheels of the lots of people. Okay, going on. Ted will be answering all the phone calls and all the emails. Revelation chapter 3, verse 7. To the angel of the church of Philadelphia, write, He who is holy and he who is true, 
who has the key of David. Now, there, what, what, what Isaiah said he's going to get, the key of the house of David. Revelation says, he who holds the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and he who shuts and no one's open, these things. It's the same person in the end as it was before he was there. He will always be the one who holds the keys. And he handed you the keys to the kingdom, and he went and took the keys of death, hell, and the grave. Ah! <laughs> mm. Back to Matthew 16. See, the benefits and the privileges of being a king is that you have access to what is in the castle, what is in the kingdom. You have access to. It belongs to you. Why can't you say it belongs to me? Because he gave you the keys. This is what Peter understood. This is why these two verses went together. Verse 18. And I tell you that you are Peter, Petra, Petros. And on this rock, the foundation, the rock is always a foundation. And on this foundation, what foundation? For you have spoken. The Holy Spirit revealed to you that I am the Christ, the Son of the living God. And upon this rock, I will build my ecclesia. I will build my gathering of kings. I will build the ones who are called out of their homes into the public. I will build the ones who are being called together as a free state to discuss the affairs of the state. I will call together those who have free, who, but know that their freedom relies upon their king, and I will give them. Verse 19. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Thayer's Greek and English lexicon says of keys, the keeper of the keys has the power to open and shut. Denotes power and authority. So those keys that Jesus was handing off on the foundation that they just said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, he says, here is your set of keys. My goodness. Is the, now the keeper of the house. The keeper of the keys has the power to open and to shut. He denotes power and authority. And I tell you, I'm going to read it again, Mac 18, 16, 18. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock, this foundation, I will build my ecclesia, my determining factors, my kings. And the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Well, why can't the gates of Hades prevail against it? Because he has the keys. <laughs> the gates of hell can't uh, 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 come against the ecclesia because they don't have power in and of themselves anymore. Jesus has taken their keys. And when he took their keys, he took the power and the authority. And now hell itself doesn't even... Can't even stand up against this. My goodness. My goodness. Verse 19, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. That word bind, it means to bind. We know what that means. It means to tie. It means to fasten with chains. 
It means to throw something into chains. It means to put under obligation of law. Whatever you put under obligation of law on earth, I will declare under obligation of law from heaven. This is what Peter understood about ecclesia. This is what we need to remember about ecclesia. We're not just the church. We're not, this is not the church. This is the church. This is the ecclesia. You are the ecclesia. And he says, whatever you put under obligation of law on earth, I will put under obligation of law in heaven. Whatever you declare cannot be free. Oh, let's redress this definition. You ready? The word bind means to forbid, to prohibit, to declare, to be illicit. That means you're not permitting it, you're not allowing it, you're declaring it unlawful. And he says, whatever you declare to be unlawful. Why do we have gatherings of kings? Why do we meet here on Wednesday nights? Why do we meet here on Sunday mornings? So that we know what we have the authority to declare and to make unlawful and to forbid and to put in chains and to bring down that we know and we are, are, are trained, we are set, and then we're called out of the house into the public place. That's what the ecclesia does. It goes into the public place to talk about the affairs of the state. Ooh. And whatever you permit to be unlawful on earth, he will declare it's unlawful from heaven. And because the king said it, the king enforces it. My God. Whatever the king, kings declare, the king enforces. Why? Because that's my house. I'm an ambassador. When an ambassador speaks for the president, it's as good as that president speaking. Whatever that ambassador says is the same. If, who, if we send an ambassador to some foreign country, when they speak, it's the same as Biden speaking. It's, the same, it's going to go. This is what Peter understood. This is what Peter understood. Peter didn't understand praise and worship. They were starting, they would, it wasn't until after uh, 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 the day of Pentecost and the baptism of the Holy Spirit that they even started meeting together in those kind of ways. Matter of fact, if you read the Word, it says it was their habit to meet regularly in the temple, in the synagogue, even though that wasn't their belief system anymore. Oh. He says, so whatever you bind, you tie, you fasten with chains, you put under obligation of law, whatever you forbid, whatever you prohibit, and whatever you declare to be unlawful on earth, that's what bind means. These are the privileges of the kings. But he also says whatever you loose. To loose something, it means that you've set it, you've set it free. It means you've undone it. It means you've dissolved it. <laughs> it is laws. It refers to laws that have a binding effect. So whatever you speak no to will be spoken no to in heaven. <laughs>
But what about this generational curses and all this stuff? Absolutely. But it shouldn't be. Why? Because the ecclesia has a right to step over into this thing and say, stops here. It stops here no further. I am loosing that. And whatever we loose on earth, he makes sure it's loosed in heaven. My goodness, folks. This is what Peter understood about the ecclesia. Church, that word church didn't mean anything to him. But the real word, to loose, it means <laughs> to annul, to subvert, to do away with something. To deprive something of authority. <laughs> Whatever you deprive of authority on earth, he will make sure that its authority is deprived of in heaven. And all we do is we gather together as these kings. He says, whatever you deprive of authority, what you declare unlawful, whatever you demolish, whatever you destroy. Peter had no idea what church we were talking about. He had no idea of what we thought church was. He didn't, it, that made no sense to him. I don't know why we got so excited. Church, church, church. What he's heard was on the foundation and the revelation that Christ is the son of the living God. There was a group called out of their homes into a public place to discuss and deliberate against the state of the, of the system. And whoever does so, they can bind, they can lose, they can set decrees, they set laws, and they have to be followed because they're enforced from heaven themselves. And my goodness, when are we going to quit getting excited? Because our numbers are big. I love having our church grow.